Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios. On the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Looks like all systems are go here at the ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios today. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day here in the said Sig Sauer Studios. Every single bit of it, every minute of it brought to you by that great company, X Insurance. Welcome in with me. If you want to watch this program in high definition, you can do so by visiting armedamericanradio.com, and you can click Listen Live if you want to hear the radio version of it. If you want to watch us in high definition, you can click Watch Live, and boom, we'll be right on your devices. You can watch us on Apple TV. You can catch us on OpsLens and other venues. I don't, I've lost count. Don't know how to do it myself because I'm always kind of busy doing it. So anyway, you can do that if you choose to do it. Just don't do it while you're driving. Don't be that person, okay? Leave that to a bunch of idiots, not you. But you can tune in over there, and if you want to participate in the chat, it's very simple. Just download yourself the Telegram messaging app, search for Armed American Radio Conversations, and jump in. We go back and forth to that. We check it out while we're live every day, and we do mention some of the chatters and some of the comments from time to time. Jumping in with me today, we've got him for two solid hours. I am thrilled. They're going to fly by. David Codria, WarOnGuns.com, Ammo Land, Firearms News, and all that other fun stuff. David, how are you, my friend? Yep, here we go. We'll get him up. There we go. There we go. Sometimes that happens. How you doing, David? Live radio, stuff like that happens. How are you, brother? I am doing real well. I asked uh, two hours, is there anything that we can talk about, or can I go now? Uh, you might as well go ahead and go. Uh, let's just cue some music over there, Bobby, and, and let's just let David go. Now, uh, look, I'm going to start somewhere today with you, David, that I, we could actually carry for two hours. We could make it a three-hour show if we wanted to. And I woke up this morning. Yeah, I was I was awake a lot last night. I've got this terrible pain in my knee. I had to get an MRI this morning at 8.30. It kept me up. And I found myself doing what I don't like to do. I found myself going through news and really doing show prep in the middle of the night, forwarding myself stories to talk about today. And at about 4.30, quarter to 5 this morning, I noticed my phone was on SOS. Now, I have AT&T. And I noticed it was on SOS. Now, I had noticed that when I was out in Phoenix the week before, but I was out in the middle of the Tonto National Forest shooting guns with friends. And there was no service out there. So this morning, I couldn't understand that. My wife got up this morning, said the same thing. My kids were complaining. And I said, hey, guys, look at it this way. So service must be done. Because the first thing my wife asked me was what? Like millions of other Americans, or at least tens of thousands. Did you pay your bill? Yeah, my bill was paid. So I knew that. But many people thought that was the issue, David. I'm a little long-winded here because I think the direction we're going here, I think many, many millions of Americans feel the way you and I definitely do. We did talk about this earlier in the day with uh, David, ladies and gentlemen. But I knew my bill was paid. 
I knew there's a cell tower. I can see it. <laughs> when the leaves are down, I can see it. I know it's there. And this went on throughout the day. And it was later in the morning when I started seeing the stories pop up that AT&T was having problems, as was, I guess, Verizon and a couple other ones, but not near as bad as AT&T. But I saw no explanation. David, where do you want to go here? Let's go down the rabbit holes. I don't mind. Let's go here because I have my thoughts on this, and I'm not going to back off of them. Take it away. Okay, well, I started out, and my my initial thought was to go back to that uh uh, great book that was released by Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership, uh, written by Richard W. Stevens, the attorney, called Dial 911 and Die, uh, which basically covers the fact that the, the police are under no legal duty to protect you. Therefore, if they fail in that duty, they cannot be sued. And uh, this this is a case where Dial 911 and Die, because if you dial 911, uh, you're going to get nothing because the system is down. So what do you do at that point? Okay, uh, particularly if there's an intruder coming into your place and you're unarmed. Well, you're you're kind of uh, not going to be helped, are you? And and then I started looking into it, and I he- I heard that there was an outage, and and I heard that some people were offering. Well, there were solar flares, and and using that as as a reason for it. And I'm thinking, well, you know, first of all, that the system hasn't been hardened to anticipate for a lot of that, and that it goes down so extensively shows a real flaw uh, in terms of infrastructure investment, particularly since these guys charge us an arm and a leg, uh, you know, and their their mm-hmm. CEOs make. Uh, damn fine salaries with options and uh so so it's kind of inexcusable that the system is in fact that vulnerable and then, then of course i thought well you know what there there are all these thousands of of uh illegal aliens coming across the border and there are reports of uh you know venezuela gang members there are reports of middle eastern people with uh terror ties there are reports of chinese military age men by the thousands coming in and there are also concerns about attacks on infrastructure and of course i'm scratching my head at this point and thinking well you know the whole system didn't go down for good but by the same token, if if you were inclined to do evil, uh, wouldn't you want to test and probe and, and see kind of what you can get away with and how deep into the system it can go? And it's a pure speculation. I admit that. Uh, but it seems that this is something that's worth talking about. And it also seems that if you're talking about the infrastructure and attacks on the infrastructure, we can we can admit the, the reality that most people have done no preparation. They don't have several days' supply of water, several days' supply of food, several days' supply of anything. And if the infrastructure went down, you're not going to be able to go to the store and buy anything because all of their registers are electronically uh, you know, and centrally controlled. And so basically what you're going to be left with, particularly if it lasts for any extended period of time, is looting and apocalypse now. <laughs> okay, And uh, you better be prepared in those situations. And, I, and I'm just thinking that, you know, give, give it about three days, people with no food supplies and no water supplies, they're going to start to branch out because their neighbors aren't going to have food or water supplies either. So they're going to have to go looking for those who have prepared. Uh, and that, that brings to mind the question, well, who needs an assault weapon to defend yourself? So that, that, that's my initial thoughts, Mark. Well, I'm, yeah, it opens up a huge conversation. Now, I I noticed in the chat that some people did not experience any issues Uh, in the Atlanta area. It was significant. 
In fact, I believe it was the Atlanta metro area, which I am part of, kind of, about 45 miles out. I guess that makes me part of the Atlanta metro area, technically. But uh, we didn't get service back until early afternoon to late afternoon. And honestly, I'm going to read you a text exchange with my wife. She went to work, had no phone service herself either. She works between us in Atlanta, closer to Atlanta than I am. And I said, guys, it begins. And I, I sent them a photograph of in, in a group chat message with my entire family. Kids are 19 and 21. David, you've met all of them. You know my family well. But I actually, and I did something I don't normally do. I went to Drudge Report because Drudge is so far left anymore. I want to see what kind of report he had or they had up there, whoever's running it now. Cell outage hits AT&T nationwide, Verizon, T-Mobile affected, 911 crashes, solar flare, question mark, map. And I sent that to the group chat with my family, and I said, it begins. This is why we have emergency supplies, guns, ammo, and food. Is this the sign of things to come? Here's what I do know for certain. Never, ever, ever believe anything you're about ready to hear. And then it was followed up with mobile providers are refusing to reveal the cause. My wife said, I told you, we need walkie-talkies. And yes, I feel a lot better knowing we have those things at home. Now, we have all that. We have communications devices. I'm going to step my communications devices up after what happened today. But, David, have you ever seen a terror attack in any way, shape, or form that has not been practiced? Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Uh, test runs and everything else. And look, it may not be. It may just be, you know, my initial uh, assumption that, you know, they're, they're, they're not putting the attention into infrastructure that they need to put into it. Um, you know, it could turn out that way. But the, but the very fact that we question it, Mark, is an indication well, is. of just, just how untrustworthy our government and our media have become to where, Everybody, you know, no, nobody believes them anymore, and with well, good right. cause. Well, you know, look, maybe they're just not putting enough into infrastructure. These companies are pushing a trillion dollars in valuation now. They have the money to put into infrastructure. Ladies and gentlemen, do you honestly believe, and I don't care who your cell phone service is, but do you honestly believe there's nothing going into infrastructure that would make this possible because of a solar flare? There are solar flares all day, every day. And there will be forever. Now, whether this was a dry run, it doesn't really matter. What matters here is what did you do about it if you experienced it like I did? I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't sweat it. In fact, as we go to a break, I'll read you a tweet I put out. Honestly, it was kind of nice not having a cell phone as AT&T experienced an outage. Oh, and by the way, AT&T, we're not buying the solar flare crap. Nice try, though. When we come back from the break, we will continue the conversation with David Kodria. This should, at the very least, open your eyes. And I do want to leave you with this as we go to the break. Do you ever believe anything the mainstream media tells you? If you're like me, the answer is outright no. Why would you believe the solar flare crap? We've been lied to for so long. We'll be back right after this with David. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Uh, indeed, Daniel Defense does represent freedom, passion, and precision. As I mention every day when I say that, that's something the Democrats know nothing about or at least don't care about. 
at least not in the same definition and context you do. Welcome back to the Six Hour Studios here at the Ranch. X Insurance presenting it all. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. They make it possible to have these conversations every single day. David, welcome back. Let's continue on this conversation because I, I think, um, you know, we can always tie everything back to guns, right? And what is this? What What is your cell phone being down have to do with guns? Well, let me put it this way. If this were not a dry run and we were to find out today that this was, in fact, an attack and America was under some type of cyber attack, that's going to be just the beginning of it. That's going to knock your communications out. You can rest assured that there will be other subsequent attacks. So let me tie this back, David. You remember, and I think you and I talked about it on the air. Correct me if I'm wrong. But you remember about a year ago when we had, particularly here in the state of Georgia, about seven or eight various schools at the same time. And coincidentally, I happened to be at an AT&T shop when the guy who was upgrading a phone for me got a text message from his son saying his school was on lockdown because there was a quote-unquote active shooter drill. Well, that same thing happened at about seven other schools throughout various locations in the state of Georgia. We later found out it happened in Kansas and a couple other states. That was not coincidence, David. That's how these things unfold when there are drivers. 9-11 hijackers took flights across the country on those planes to see what they'd be up against at the very same flight that they eventually hijacked. That's the way this goes down. The cyber attack will knock out communication so that they can do other things. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where I leave you with this. You had better damn well be armed and prepared in case it's your neck of the woods that's under attack, David. Mark, I used to uh, I used to work for a uh, defense contractor that was into satellite navigation and communications, uh, a lot of uh, defense contracts as well as some commercial marine contracts. But it was basically a, a defense contractor, and uh, there, there, there's there's a term, and, and this company was uh, instrumental in the development of GPS. Okay, its, its president had been one of the invest, inventors of the transistors. So, I mean, we're, we're we're talking about people that know what they're doing. Uh, and there's there's a term that uh, that I learned that that's used in the military: C cubed I, C with a little three over the and then an I, and it's command commu- uh, communications and control and intelligence. And all of these things are directly related and if you if you can attack any of them you can take out key legs necessary for the defense of the country and that also applies on a personal level as well you know we all we all have our ability to assess what's going on uh... to communicate with people about it to control situations as best we can to gather intelligence to see what our senses and the information around us tells us and so it's it's kind of like a universal concept and if you can make a successful strike against one or more of these, you are, in effect, taking the senses away, blinding or deafening or whatever uh, people that you want to victimize. And, and it's, it's, you know, curious that several schools at one time will have active shooter drills when no, when no such uh, right, right. Uh, active shooter is present, because now what are you doing to your police resources? Okay, I always thought, you know, if if I were a criminal, you know, maybe writing a a screenplay, right, you know, and if I wanted to do a robbery or something like that, one of the things I do is I'd have my henchmen on the other side of town create a big disturbance to get all the police and fire trucks over there. 
Okay, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, if if I can think of it, imagine what somebody who, who's trained in, you know, absolute, you know, physical subversion is prepared to do, and well funded. Let's mm-hmm. not forget yeah. that aspect. Yeah, I, I saw a, uh, I guess it was Fox News last night. Uh, I don't remember who the reporter was, but he was on the border, either Texas or California, and was asking individuals coming across the border where they were from: India, China. Georgia, Venezuela, China, 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 China. Every single one of them, with, I think, two exceptions that were women, were military-age males traveling by themselves. You think they're coming here to live the American dream? Yeah, well, this, this again, is, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about for years on Armed American Radio, and it's one of the reasons why... Uh, I value you as a colleague in this is because you admit, along with me and, and warn others, that this whole border situation and the immigration situation is, in fact, directly related to the Second Amendment. And, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about letting people into this country with absolutely no vetting. We have no idea what their ideology is. We have no idea what their health situation is. And to me, if you're going to come to this country, we have an absolute right because, you know, the, the preamble to the Constitution, right, the whole reason we have government is to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, okay? And, and anything that does not work toward that goal, why are we giving consent to the governed? particularly when it now looks like the Biden administration is speeding up the process and reducing the requirements to just catch and release people and turn them loose into society. And, 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 and to me, I'm sorry, you know, you talk about, uh, you know, make, making some statements that, that might sound conspiratorial or whatever. I, I view this as treason. Well, it is treason. It's criminal behavior. And I, I like to... Th- You've heard me say this many times in the past, but ladies and gentlemen, when coincidences begin to line up, you can respectfully begin to question whether or not they are, in fact, coincidences. If you think the open border, Biden wants you to believe it's Trump's fault. Give me a break. I mean, that's like him standing there telling us he's mental. He's got all of his mental faculties. We can see that's not the case. You know better. <laughs> what, what, when, what, what, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what you just said reminded me of a, of a quote that I use all the time on my Warren Guns blog, and it's from Ian Fleming from Goldfinger. And let me see if I can remember it without reading it. It's, it's, uh, there's a saying in Chicago, Mr. Bond, once is happenstance, twice is coincidence, the third time is a conspiracy. Yeah, well, let's be conspiracy theorists here for a couple reasons, because I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to this government. And you nailed it in the previous segment. When you said we have no faith in these people, we don't trust anything we see, read or hear anymore. And that's simply a that's a sound way to go through life, quite frankly. Right. Trust, but verify. Uh, I don't. It's distrust and verify, particularly when it's coming from a media, ladies and gentlemen, that we know is in the tank. These aren't this is not speculation. We know this to be the case. We know the border is open. We know how many millions have come through. I think the latest report I saw was seven and a half million more than the population of 36 states? You don't think this is by design? Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and tell you this is just my own personal opinion. We're going to see this, what happened today, happen again before the election. Because I, in fact, do believe. Why? Because the media is telling me I'm crazy. 
Seems every time the media tells Donald Trump he's a liar, Donald Trump is proven right. Seems every time you don't believe what's coming from the press, you're right. And they're not. And all you've got to do, David, as we go to this break, is look at the reporting we get out of an incident like Kansas City. I didn't even report on it Sunday evening on the program because I knew the way they were reporting it, that it was all a bunch of crap. And we've, what we had to wait and find out what the truth was. We still don't know it all. Ladies and gentlemen, ah, there's, there's a lot going on out here. I hope to goodness you are paying very careful attention. By the way, if you were affected today, think. How did you feel when you didn't have your phone today? We'll be right back. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, Defender Coffee. David Codria, ask me how many, say to me, Mark, how many cups of Defender Coffee did you have to start your day today, David? I had uh, three. I probably shouldn't admit that because my doctor probably wouldn't want me to admit drinking three cups of coffee a day. But you know what? The stuff is good. Ask me how many I had today, David, to start my day. How many did you have, Mark? None, because I had to go to that MRI this morning, and I Ah. probably, and I'm glad I didn't, because the only way I made it through that 30 minutes without wiggling a toe was I fell asleep in the machine. So that was, you know, not necessarily by design, but I tell you what, I do start my day with it every day, and David gets a, a bag or two every month. The Liberty Row. I think you get the Liberty Roast. It's great coffee. Yes. As you just mentioned, yes. it, it is a great way to start the day. And you can support the Second Amendment by drinking coffee, ladies and gentlemen. That's, I mean, think about it. That's a, it's a win-win-win all the way around. It's a win for you. It's a win for us. It's a win for Defender Coffee. And it is certainly a win for the Second Amendment Foundation because that's where I give my money. You can go to GOA if you want to. Either way, the Second Amendment wins simply for drinking coffee, DefenderCoffee.com. You can find them and all of our partners at Armed American Radio. Dot com. Hey, uh, David, before we get cracking, I want to give a shout-out to John and, and the crew over at uh, Discount Tire, where my daughter works. They're huge fans of the show. We love you guys tuning in every day. Thanks very much for that. Uh, keep up the fight, guys. We're all in this together. Uh, we're all in this together. David, that's a fair statement. And with everything going on out there today, we're going to touch on as much of it as we can with you today because we have you for both hours. It, it's... It requires all of us, doesn't it? And when we see what happened today, we realize, okay, guys, we literally really are in this together. Even if it was just a solar flare, if it didn't wake you up, well, you need to go back to whatever school you need to go back to and understand that even if it was just a fluke thing, what it means for you. I asked you at the break, what was it like not having your phone today? I rather enjoyed it, frankly. But there was this unnerving feeling, David, of what do I do if I can't get in touch with my... And I I felt uh, almost like I was walking around with nothing on. And I don't like feeling like that. I don't like being dependent on this stuff. And unfortunately, sadly, we have become dependent. I don't like that, David. Do you? You just hit the nail on the head exactly. Because, Mark, when I was a young man... I used You're to still uh, work, in, work, work, work in the summertime. Uh, I went to school at Kent State University in Ohio, and I was fortunate to be able to get a job in the summertime building tires out in Los Angeles, California. 
okay? And my buddy and I would go out there, and we would have to drive, and this is before all the interstates, so there's the old Route 66, and we'd be in the middle of the desert and have, have the damn car break down or whatever. This is before the days of any cell phones. I remember in the 90s, my wife got one of the first cell phones. It was the size of a shoebox, okay? And, and now I go out, and I go to the store, you know, four or five miles away, and I realized, oh, geez, I don't have my phone with me. And I thought, well, what am I going to do? You know, and, and it's like, remind yourself, pal, you used to drive across the country, okay, where, you know, you had nothing. And you somehow made it, you survived and went through it. So you have to, first of all, be able to get that mindset with yourself that, you know what, ultimately your uh, your survival, your wherewithal, your, your well-being and everything like that depends on you and your presence of mind and your level of preparedness, and not just at home, but also away from home, which is why if my car does break down away from home, uh, you know, it, it's like I'm not I'm not sitting here feeling like I'm vulnerable and I'm in uh, what, what, what's New York called their zones, uh, not gun free zones, uh, security zones or something. Oh, like that. You're, you're, you're talking about Hockle's new uh, her safety zones. Are you talking about her? Uh, and now I'm drawing a Biden. David's drawing a Biden. I'm drawing a Biden. <laughs> Can you believe that? I just drew a Biden as a Mafubala. <laughs> Better cat curve. Whatever they call it over sensitive or sensitive places is what it is. AFT. (laughs) (laughs) The AFT. There we go. Oh, boy, do I have a funny one about that? But it's not Foxtrot Charlie, Charlie friendly. So we're going to have to forego that for now. But I thought about that, too. But but you're 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 absolutely right. The the dependence that we have now on technology, uh, we, we we can't forget that we can get by without it if push comes to shove. But if we don't have it, we have to start wondering what in fact is going on. Today's events didn't affect me because my cell service never went down. I didn't know about it until I started seeing news reports coming in, and and that was that was my first indication. But when I saw how widespread it was. Uh, you know, I, I thought the thoughts that we discussed in the first segment. Yeah, I um, I thought about that dependency issue today, and I, I asked myself this question: Are we being forced into dependency on this stuff? Is this all by design? Of course, it is. They control you. I, Breitbart refers yeah. to Google as the masters of the universe, right? The masters yeah. of the yeah. universe tell you this or tell you what you want. They can't. They do whatever they want to do because they control everything. They know everything about you. And if you try to get away from them, they know you're trying to get away from them. And they buy whoever it is that can help you successfully get away from them so that you can't get away from them. You see how this all works. What's what's funny is that, (laughs) that, you know, a a week ago I was in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. I went to uh, Mm -hmm. the NRA has the uh, Great American Outdoor Show, which is, by the way, it's a really cool show. It's bigger than the annual meeting by a long shot. And, and you could just get lost in there. But one, one of the things I saw at the show was uh, these cabins. They, they have a hall with, with various cabins in it. And I looked up, you know, I thought the design on some of them was pretty cool. And, you know, I'm thinking about, well, maybe someday, you know, I wouldn't mind having a cabin in the woods somewhere. And so I looked up one of the, one of the companies. And now every time I go to a website, I don't care what it is, an ad for that company pops up. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so I mean, they, they, they have It's creepy. It. Yeah. Well, that's that's they have a geofencing issue going on and they, they do the same thing at SHOT Show. And I don't like that. I actually take a Faraday bag if I want to go off. the I don't want them geofencing me at these locations because I get hit with this stuff. If you are within the vicinity, blank vicinity, they got you. 
But it is weird. Greg and I talk about it a lot. You can think something. And all of a sudden, you'll see an ad. It seems to happen to Greg more than it does me. But ladies and gentlemen, if you think about these things, you've noticed it yourself. And you wonder, how does this happen? They're creating this dependency. That's why I don't believe that this was coincidence today. I really don't. I don't believe it was. I believe uh, it was by it was a test. It was a test run. And, And I could be way out there in left field. And if you think I'm out there in left field, I couldn't care less. Because the one thing I knew when I got up was I got what I need. And I felt very comfortable about that. That made me feel good. And ladies and gentlemen, I, w- I would highly recommend that you do the same thing. David, let's, when we, well, we've still got a couple minutes in this segment, but let's talk a little bit about the NRA because we're going to move the conversation over to Trump now. You went there to watch Trump speak. Yeah, as a matter you, of fact. You also uh, wrote was, about it, Trump, so let's go there. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a rather hurried trip because I'd put in for uh, media credentials uh, like a week and a half before when I'd heard about it. And, and like the next day, I got back, your media credentials had been approved. I'm going, oh, cool. And so I made the hotel reservations and everything. Then a couple of days later, I get another notice from them saying, well, those media credentials are only for the outdoor show. They're not for the Trump speech. And I'm going, well, you know, the only reason I want to go is because I'm politics editor for Firearms News, okay, Uh, politics field editor for Firearms News. So that's the only reason I want to go. I mean, you know, other people more competent than I am are going to write about the hardware. That's not what I do. I do rights and culture. And uh, so it took until Thursday afternoon before I finally got an email telling me that my media credentials had been approved. By then, I'd canceled my hotel, had to make new hotel reservations, drive immediately to Harrisburg that night to get there about 10 o'clock at night and be ready to go there the next morning uh, at 11 o'clock where, where the media had to report because the, uh, the big guys, the television guys, do what's called preset. And they set up all their cameras and all their equipment and stuff like that. Then they have to clear the room so that the Secret Service can go in and make sure they haven't smuggled in anything that, that they shouldn't be smuggling in. Um, didn't, have to, didn't have to go back until like 4.30 uh, to get into the hall. Uh, so I had plenty of time to go and tour the show and talk to people and see cabins and get myself geofenced. <laughs> it happens. Hey, there's music. You know what that means. You are no rookie here at Armed American Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm continuing the conversation, not just in the final segment. Already the final segment, David, of the first hour. Can you believe it? We need a third hour, quite frankly. But when we come back, we'll continue the conversation because David has some really good insight into Donald Trump. And we're going to discuss it in detail. We'll be right back. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Ah, Back to the show, indeed. I told you, buckle in. This hour was going to fly right by. It certainly did. And the next one will likely fly by quicker. So we're going to continue the conversation with David Cody. But a quick little business to get out of the way for you. BarrelBuddy.com. Have you tried it yet? If you haven't, you're making a big mistake. Paul Reggio from Barrel Buddy will be with us on the show Thursday next week. See, we really do plan ahead. But if you're watching, you can see I'm holding up a package of these. Pitch the patch. No more mess. No more garbage. No more stink. No more get out of the garage with that when you clean your guns. None of that. That could be coming from your husband or your wife. Maybe from your kids. Barrel Buddies changed the way, revolutionized the way you clean your guns. And I can promise you, you'll actually have fun cleaning your guns now. It's one of those tools that is just so fascinating. It's just a little... 
piece of vibe. I can't, it's hard, hard to even describe it, but it's just a little cleaning plug. And no more grunge and crap. And your gun is clean. You dip a second one in some solvent and run it through. You can put that thing away knowing that that thing's going to go pow when you want it to. No more dirty guns. BarrelBuddy.com. Make sure to buy your ammo from PT Ammo. Check out the Waft Firearms Training down there. Scenario-based. Waft.com. That's W-O-F-T. Goat Guns. Wildly popular. Just so proud to be partnered up with these guys. GoatGuns.com. These builds are incredible. I, I've got an order coming. Should be here in the next couple days, actually. I'll have to take a look at that. ArmsList.com. America's Firearms Marketplace. ArmsList.com. Use the promo code AAR. And sign up over there. Get your first month for 99 cents. It's only like six and a half bucks after that. And you have access to everything. What is that? You're also supporting these guys who beat the Brady's because they were sued multiple times by the Brady campaign. And they won every single time. Support them. This is how we scratch each other's backs. Cutting edge firewood. You can actually support the Second Amendment while you barbecue with some great firewood. They ship it all over the country. Or while you sit around a fire pit, doesn't matter what time of the year it is, cuttingedgefirewood.com. And then, of course, Heaven's Harvest. If you don't have the emergency supplies that they provide, if today wasn't a wake-up call for you, whether it impacted you or not, you might want to head over to heavensharvest.com and pick up some emergency supplies. My wife and kids all felt better and said, now we know why you're crazy, Dad, because now they know I'm not crazy. I'm still crazy, but not when it comes to that. We're prepared at the ranch. You can be, too, for very, very little expense. HeavensHarvest.com. David Codrio, welcome back. Let's go back to Trump. You hooked up. Uh, you were there for when Trump was speaking, and you have a great column. And I'm going to just give you the title. So at Firearms News, ladies and gentlemen, Trump slash NRA Mutual Love Fest, long on promises, short on memory. Tell us what you mean by that. Uh, basically, when he went in, the crowd was absolutely primed ready to just, you know, treat him as the second coming and be absolutely just enthusiastic about every word he said, cheer on every statement that he made, and forget about the many, many times during his administration when he actually let us down. And and I've tried to make clear to this because I had a guy, I wrote another article about Trump about talking about all the various things that he'd done wrong. Um, and I, and I let them know right up front. I go, look, I'm not saying this because I want Joe Biden, for goodness sakes. Everybody agrees Trump is a much better choice than Joe Biden. And Trump is going to, you know, barring, you know, the, the uh, communist lawfare, keeping him out of office somehow and starting Civil War II, uh, Trump is going to be the next president of the United States unless there's massive cheating. And, you know, who knows? And, and of course, you know, the the women that are willing to burn the house down, you know, over abortion. That, that's another story that we could talk about for another hour, I guess. But the bottom line is, I don't do these things badmouth Trump. What I do these things for is so that we have a realistic assessment of what it is we're getting. And the reason that we have to have that realistic assessment is so that we can be on our guard and have influence with him and have his ear to be able to steer him when he starts to go off the path, as we've seen before is so often. But instead we get uh, NRA President Charles Cotton, and, and this was surprising that uh, two NRA reps came up, or th three actually came up and talked before him, and no one in the crowd seemed concerned at all with all the scandals that have been going on at NRA, which mm. to me... 
uh, is is very yeah. telling uh, and, and and not not mm-hmm. a very positive sign. But we start out with President Cotton, and and he's uh, recalling what Trump told him, and Trump told him, "I'll never let you folks down." And Cotton told us that exemplifies who he is. If Donald Trump gives you his word, he will never go back on it. You have no greater friend than Donald Trump. And I'm sorry, but you know what? Uh, yeah, we have greater friends than Donald Trump, but we have no friends that are probably can, can have more influence on the direction that things are going than Donald Trump. I'll, I'll cede that much to it. But let's just be careful on the rah-rah, which, which the crowd was not. You know? And he says, right from the beginning, from, for four incredible years, it was my honor to be the best friend Gunners have ever had in the White House by far. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's a true statement, okay. but what's it really telling us? Well, let, let me stop let me, you let me with stop a very you simple promise. Your Second Amendment will always be safe with me as your president when I'm back in the Oval Office. And, and again, it's like, you, why, why do I have a lawsuit for a bump stock? Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Wh- let, me, let me stop you for just a second, because we're looking at now a second term. Ladies and gentlemen, this conversation is going to continue into the next hour. So I don't want you to miss it. I want to tell you that right now. We're not going to get all of this in right now. But I do want to play a little bit of devil's advocate listening to David. David, you and I have talked about this ad nauseum for years, particularly since 2016. You and I go back to the bump stocks. You and I were two of the only people out there that actually, when it first happened, went after the NRA on it for greenlighting it and went after Trump for it and couldn't understand why other organizations weren't as worried about it as we were and look lo and behold we were right because they redefined the bump stock as a machine what else can they redefine well that's what the atf or aft has been doing and that is that was trump era but here's here's my devil's advocate here donald trump learned a crap load in his first term i do not believe he's going to make those mistakes in a second term that's i'm theorizing there your thoughts I will rebut that right now with uh, his putting out a list of potential vice presidential candidates. And one is Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard, who, you know, you you, you won't find a bigger gun grabber. And even though she quit the Democrat Party, I'm sorry, but Tulsi Gabbard uh, is not for your right to keep and bear arms. And to put her a heartbeat away from the presidency is not the act of someone who has our best interests at heart it's the it's the act of someone who is looking for what numbers can i get to help assure uh my victory into it the other was tim scott who, who's pretty good on a lot of things mm-hmm. except tim tim scott uh you know uh endorsed lisa murkowski who is a very problematic gop senator uh i i don't have the article in front of me I, i'm trying to remember uh the, the her her opponent's name in the Republican tri, uh, primary Kelly uh, I can't I can't pronounce the name. Okay, hold and, on, hold on to that. Hold on to that. Let's take it into the second. Let's take that into the second hour. When we come back, we'll go back to the whole. We'll just, let's go back and readdress Tulsi Gabbard, Donald Trump. I want to carry this conversation. Gosh, this could go on for quite a while because there are also some basic truisms here that were the same in 2016 and also 2020. And some people in the firearms community got themselves in a real ringer. And that's all I'll say about that because of their disdain for Donald Trump. 
I'll explain when we come back. This promises to be a fascinating conversation, one that I'm sure that you will enjoy. David Codry of WarOnGuns.com rejoins me for the next hour. It will be a provocative conversation. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Don't go away. We'll be back at 6 after the hour. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh. 